0: Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace podcast. My co-host is Bob Hassan, and we are creating a conversation with Christian marketplace leaders who have careers that have been impacted by their faith. We are also
1: answering your questions about entrepreneurship,
0: business leadership,
1: careers, and how the kingdom of God changes your impact in the marketplace.
0: Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. Today on the show, we're going to be looking back at some of our favorite stories from this season, And there's been some amazing stories. And I love how our podcast has touched on people from every kind of career path you could think of, the entertainment industry, doctors, lawyers, I mean, you name it, even politicians. It's been so amazing to hear God's stories in each of these genres. But we pulled together three of the most highlighted ones of the season that we're going to be talking to you about. But before we get there, Bob, I wanted to talk to you about hosting this podcast. I mean, we've been doing this now for just a couple of years and having this Podcasts go to Vodcasts and CBN News. Now we have you, our CBN News audience as well. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about this podcast and hosting? What have you learned and gained through it?
1: It's been amazing. Uh, Sean, uh, last week someone asked me, you know, what's God, what's God speaking to you? And, and I couldn't help but think every week I'm hearing God speak through uh, the guests on these podcasts because you hear these incredible yeah. stories that you, we, we would never have access to. Never. We'd never hear these without this. Yeah, and, and so I, we're hearing origin stories like I started on my face with no money and I ended up over here or uh, th- th- these stories that that are practical representations of how God speaks to people. It's just been amazing.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think for me, I, I also, because I've made so many pivots in my life in this season after coronavirus, mm-hmm. the pandemic, the whole thing, and we were doing this even during the pandemic I made so many pivots as we were going through 2020, 2021, and now 2022, that it looks like for for and I, we've got faith from some of the episodes, from some of the stories where people had radical faith. And it wasn't just church faith to build their local community, which is powerful, right. but it's faith in genres and industries where they've had to be pioneers and entrepreneurs and think differently. And and sometimes these things that were controversial or outside the box. And that's helped me so much to, I've really grown a lot of faith out of, out of these episodes.
1: Yeah, we've heard stories of a business stopping when the pandemic stopped, and yeah. you know teams getting together and pivoting and taking their group and shifting their business into a, a complete other, a other niche that they never that they never used before. We've heard we've heard uh, stories of people's uh, income going like this, but then other streams yeah. of income coming. It's been incredible how resilient. People have been through this pandemic.
0: Well, and it shows the kingdom of God when you're following God and you're allowing Him to lead you. And that's the key is that we've heard how people have been led, you get a different result. And yeah. to hear people's stories of how God's moved in their lives, it really does create opportunity to look for God in your life that way. And I think that's the cool thing is faith comes by hearing. And one of the guests that we had on, too, I think of uh, was uh, Wayne Grudem, which you mentioned as well. And he's the theologian who wrote a book. And when no one was writing about the marketplace, he wrote a book for believers in the marketplace about their validation, who they are and how the majority of people work in the marketplace. That was decades before we ever came up with a show like this. So we were were able to have him on the show. He also wrote Systematic Theology, which the majority of Bible school students worldwide go through today. And so it's really interesting to hear his humility. How did that impact you? Well,
1: Sean, I'm, I'm glad you brought him up because I thought like, what are we going to talk to Dr. Grudem about on a marketplace show? Yeah. And, and then here he is, this man in his mid 80s, who, uh, who is just so humble. And, you know, I, I remember us asking him a question about the 24 seven society that's always addicted to their phone, what would you do? Yeah. And he just paused and looked at us. And he said, you know, well, I, I would never miss my quiet time. And what he did is he got us back, or at least he got me back. this is how it impacted me yeah. In this complex life that I think I have, back to basics, back to quiet time, back to love yeah. back to back to um back to the simple basic things that brought brought me to faith and it that his that show really really impacted me.
0: It was interesting is why you're saying, that. I was thinking about the show with uh, Bobby Schuler, who's my partner over at TV. And we do a yeah. praise episode every month together. And you really drew a line to, between Bobby and as a minister and how a lot of ministries have to understand a business infrastructure. And they're va- basically glorified entrepreneurs because they're doing so much stuff that uh, business people do. And so Bobby starts to talk about the hundreds of employees he runs and all the different aspects of that as a business, even though he's a ministry, and we don't often think about the fact that if you're going to be successful in ministry. You have to have some of these like business skills as well, and that really helped. I think a lot of our listeners because that was a really, really listened to show. Not just because of Bobby's reputation, but because of the content of it. I think it really helped a lot of people to understand.
1: Well, it was interesting. I remember when we went and you first introduced me to Bobby. I, I was talking to him, and and I the way he talked, I just assumed that he was a business guy. Yeah. Because of the things that he was talking about, and then when I found out he was a minister, I I I laughed even harder. uh, Yeah, because he he is one of those guys that has such the ability for the for the practical and the strategic, along with the supernatural, and 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 the it was incredible to meet him, and especially on that episode.
0: Well, let's set up the first clip because the first clip is when you introduced me to Shea Bynes. And she is a fireball and a half. I mean, she you know, is leading entrepreneurs, teaching people how to be entrepreneurs, but also is one and left a very successful career because God spoke to her. And yeah. she's just someone who I, I've just grown to love and respect so much from the yeah. time we met. We've done a couple episodes and a live event with her. Mm-hmm. But what made you bring Shay first? Because she was one of the first people we ever interviewed as well.
1: I am. She's the chief fire igniter in her own words. <laughs> yeah. and so when, when we watch this clip, you can't help but be engrossed into her enthusiasm and her courage. And, you know, I just I just love how she loves the Lord and how she loves everything that, she, that she's putting her hand to.
0: Before we get to Shea Bynes, I want to invite you to Academy by attending our easy four-week classes, our monthly events that are focused on the spiritual side of life, making themes of gifts of the Holy Spirit, hearing God's voice and spiritual health, practical and actionable in your life. Picture this, you're now gonna hear about supernatural justice from Christine Kane, wow. or learn about God in your heart. From Real Talk Kim, the importance of Israel to Christians, from Rabbi Jason Sobel, develop your leadership foundations with Steve Chua, or prophetic evangelism from a pastor who has taught thousands around the world, Sean Gaby. Get impartation from prophetic voices like Matt Sorger, Gary and Sarah Morgan, and Apostle Catherine Crick. Go on a destiny journey with Lauren Haston or a prophetic prayer journey with Ann Tubbs. You're gonna learn from coaches, pastors, teachers, and Christian influencers from all around the world. Take your spiritual growth to a whole new level in our Spiritual Growth Academy
2: today. Wow, that sounds incredible. This is how my relationship was with the Lord at the time. (laughs) Every January, I would write out my goals and just ask God to bless them. I wasn't even asking for his thoughts. I wasn't seeking his heart concerning or anything. It was just like, here are my plans, Lord, please bless them in your name, you know? (laughs) And in 20, let's see, this was in 2009, as I was doing that in January, I heard the Lord speak to me about what I was speaking to him about. And he said, you're going to leave this job by June of 2010. And that was just 18 months from there. And I didn't know what to do with that because my analytical brain had a whole plan of what would make that possible. And I didn't know how I I would get from where I was to that point, but God had a plan. I just needed to align myself with it. And so throughout that entire year, I kept feeling this uncomfortable nudge. Like, I know I need to be ready to leave. Mm -hmm. I know God's doing something. I started praying and asking, Lord, just let them lay me off. (laughs) But instead of getting laid off, I got promoted. And so, you know, going into, because <laughs> God's got jokes. That makes me super
0: confusing. Yeah, yeah, it
2: was super confusing. I'm like, you know, you know, Lord, I just have this, I have this 10 step thing that I think is necessary for it to be wise for me to leave this, you know, thriving corporate career to go do, I'm not sure what in this small business that I have. And so I went into that next year and I was at a business conference in in Orlando and I was ironing my clothes getting ready to go to the last session for that event and I heard from God like I had never heard from God before I actually yeah. haven't heard from him in this same way since and the word was just go and it was like as loud as I could imagine it being without hearing the audible voice of the Lord wow. and I was so shook that I called my husband and I was like I've got I've got to go and Thank God he has a gift of faith. He blessed it, even though it didn't make any natural sense at all. And I called my boss the next day and was like, I don't know how to tell you this, but I got to give my 30 days notice. And so Mm. I did leave that corporate career that I'd I'd had for almost 11 years uh, in May 31st, 2010, one day before June of 2010. And so it was a really crazy adventure. It was the first time that I'd really exalted the wisdom of God in a matter over what I believed was the best natural wisdom. It was really a a, a radical thing for me to do at that time.
0: Well, and one of the things you've told us in the past is that when, during that particular season, it didn't turn into easy. It wasn't like, oh, then all of a sudden everything, you know, angels saying in my clear path was in front of me. You actually had to go into a season of trust and dependence on God. Like you never had before. Talk about that. Because a lot of people when they go into obedience, they think, I'm going for a better result a God result. So that means the process <laughs> is going to be super easy because he's leading it now and it's not always that way.
2: It wasn't that way at all for me. I left, really had a reverential fear of the Lord. and then and then it's like, now I have all this time to work on this real estate business and to focus on consulting people who are coming into the real estate business. And I went into and went into the hustling grind mode, you know, working my tail off for hours upon hours with all this time I had. I didn't even see God for why I left, what his heart was for me to leave. I just felt like God's got me out here, and now I need to make this happen. Wow. And so about six months of that, making about this much progress, (laughs) uh, considering that I knew what I was doing and had plenty of time to do it now, I heard the Lord interrupt me again. And it was, are you done yet? And I call those Holy Ghost mic drop moments. (laughs) And that was the thing that shifted me because it was like, wait a second. It was you who called me out. And I haven't even taken a moment to invite you into me saying yes to your invitation to me actually leaving. Like it didn't make any sense. But that was the first time I really shifted my heart mm-hmm. towards, OK, Lord, what will what do you have for me to do? What's on your heart concerning mm-hmm. any, anything in my life? Right. And so that was the beginning of the shift for me. And I had to learn how to work with him. So then it was like, yes, I'm still doing this real estate thing right now, unless you show me something else, but now let me engage with you concerning the work that I'm doing. Let me not feel like I've got to do this, grind yeah. this thing out of my own strength. Let me hear what <laughs> you have to say and what you want to show me. That was a major shift, but it, it took time and it took time for me to develop confidence that I even heard him. You know, because I mean, I didn't grow up in a church where we talked about the Holy Spirit or hearing his voice or the power of the Holy Spirit. I didn't grow up in a church like that. And so I was growing in my relationship, you know, with being led and empowered by the Holy Spirit in the first place. It was such a shift for me. It really was.
0: Bob, you and I had a conversation years ago that this reminds me of about how our default is self-reliance and self-dependence. And so I think when people are learning how to hear from God, Even if you're mature as a Christian or as a person, there's something different when it's relational language of like learning how to hear from God and obey, where our default is like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And all of a sudden God's like, I actually have an agenda too, other than our core trusted relationships. So to create a relationship with God like that, I love that you're talking about this because it actually can give us faith, but it is a very different process. If you're an alpha person, or if you're a strong leader, it's going to be a way different challenging perspective in, in like submitting to a relationship with God this way. So I love that you're
2: telling us a story. Yeah, definitely was a, a, an interesting transition for me, but a, an amazing one.
1: Well, Shay, I've heard you say a couple of times that God called you, but you don't feel like you listened. But, and then you said you heard this voice like you've never heard before. How is your walk today different in listening to God and hearing his voice than it was back then? What process have you been
2: through? Yeah, it is light years different from what it was then. You know, like I said, I left at that time at a reverential fear of the Lord, like, oh my gosh, I just heard from God. And I know I heard from God and I don't know what's going to happen if I don't do this thing that he <laughs> said, which is go. So it was like that. I really learned how to walk out of obedience to his voice out of love. You know, one of the things that he really walked me through that was so uh, key for my life was giving me revelation of who I was as his daughter. The thing that broke me to be able to say, I trust you. I trust your wisdom over mine. I trust your plans over mine. I trust that you speak to me. And even if I get this thing wrong, that you still love me, you know, that, that was a process that he took me through to just show me, this is how I love you. This is who you are as my beloved daughter. And that was a multi-month process. It's almost like what God did with me is he was showing me various aspects of my identity and building It was like building blocks. So he started me off with showing me who I am as his daughter. Then he showed me and trained me in what it looks like to be my faithful servant, like to hear and to obey, even when it makes no sense to you. And then it was like, I want to show you who you are as my friend. You know, I want you to spend time with me. I want to just share things with you because you're seeking me. And then after like two and a half years of that, and this is while I'm doing Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, which is, you know, the work I do today, he's walking me through this And then after two and a half, three years, he's like, now let's talk about the authority that you have in me. It's like, he was building me up just one aspect of my identity after the other, and a really kind of beautiful way, which I know he does. He works differently with everybody, but he knew exactly how to work with me.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, Sean, Shay is just a ball of fire, isn't she? Um, What what a great clip. You, I, I... If you listeners love that, just check out the whole interview. Well, the next the next clip, an episode that we'd love to talk about is Dr. Michael Arce. and if you remember, he is the emergency room doctor who he and his wife also have the Genrev Clinic for regenerative medicine. And one of the things about Dr. Michael is he he's he's a scientist, he's a medical doctor, uh, but he's led by the Holy Spirit. and And through this clip, you're going to hear where He has been in an emergency situation, a life and death situation, and he steps back uh, to listen to the Lord in the midst of all the chaos in the emergency room. He's able to find peace. He's able to hear the Lord's voice. It's one of the most unique representations of hearing God in the midst of a crisis that I've ever heard. You're going to love Dr. Michael Arce.
3: And I walk in there and I get this story from EMS. I get a set of vital signs and I, I look at this lady and I'm like, wow, oh, this is, she's really sick." And the first thing I hear, I don't even have to ask, <laughs> but the first thing I hear is, um, you know what this is? Go ahead and treat it. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my gosh, I, uh, I have no information. I don't have a chest x-ray, I don't have an EKG, I have no lab work, I have, I have nothing. And I said, if I... If I'm wrong, she's gonna die, and wow. God, God tells me if you don't do anything right now, she's gonna die, mm-hmm. and and, that's, and this that's where like faith goes to work, right? It's just like okay, if I don't, if I'm not acting right now, we're gonna be in big trouble, and and if we get to that point, I can't do anything because yeah. her advanced director, she doesn't want anything, and so I asked for one medication. I put her on a special breathing apparatus, that, um, and I have to leave the room because uh, critical um, patient that I have to come take care of. Literally 25 minutes later, come um, 25 minutes later, I come back. She's completely stable, like wow. talking to me for the first time. You know, all of that stuff. Vital signs wow. are stable, breathing is normal. Um, I'm like, I'm already downgrading her treatment just from that little interaction just incredible
1: it's really amazing so the lord speaks to you tells you you know what to do essentially to rely on your instinct and intuition Mm -hmm. and you do it and this happens over and over and over again i mean i've heard these stories now it's just like it's incredible how you're able to tap into the lord when you're in a situation with so much fear uh, in the ER, or when you're talking to patients from the last two years, where there's been so much fear, how do you help them kind of break the fear, and how do you deal with fear in your own life?
3: Wow, that's good. I, uh, I'm sort of, I think with experience in this area, like uh, you just sort of um, gain this confidence uh, that, seeing it time and time again, you know, it just every single time God delivers in these moments, you know, I'm more times than I can count more times than he doesn't, you know, for whatever reason. And, and every time he comes through. And so it just, it's, you know, I have this extreme confidence in him that not only is he going to, he's going to show up when I, when I'm at a loss, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here <laughs> and, you know, and he's going to show up and, um, and and I for some reason like that comes out when I'm when I'm interacting with patients, I feel like, you know, they they suddenly, I'm like, hey, this is this is what this is not. And we cross all this stuff and I say, this is what we're going after. And uh, um, and this is gonna be fine. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm walking with you in this and it's gonna be fine. We're gonna get this. And um, and 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 it changes. It changes the atmosphere. It changes the perception of that person. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's it's just. It's I think it just comes with that you know, confidence, that experience, that knowing that you know, you know, God is Lord over all of this stuff. Um, and we just have to. We just have to grab hold, you know, and just say, you know, wow. like, I want to do this, but I, I don't want to do it without you. It's, I want to do it. Without you.
0: Well, I loved our guests so much this season, but one of the ones that was really relevant and really struck a chord with our audience, you guys, is Kimberly Ganow, who works and does prayer appointments and prayer ministry with people in politics here in America. She's met with over hundred politicians, senators, congressmen, and their spouses over the last six months alone, but usually does about four to 600 a year. And she's been praying in the midst of a very divisive spiritual climate between Democrats and Republicans and independents. And she's been standing, holding the kingdom ground. there. There's just some great stories about this. And I want her to tell one of those right now.
4: And I, I want to say a lot of people have equated uh, politics to the American football game. And what mm-hmm. they failed to realize is that these are people that have families, children, real life struggles, concerns, and it's not really about taking the opponent down. Uh, But just to be reminded about Romans 13, that it's God really that put those leaders in office. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say sometimes when we don't have, let's say, the elected official that you didn't vote for, but is in office, there's such a principle of honor. um, It doesn't mean we have to agree with those uh, policies or what's being Um, perhaps presented uh, in a government arena, but what we can't fail to do is to operate in the principle of honor. And um, that really is what I think God can use to cultivate some of those relationships to help foster, um, I want to say, drawing people to himself and also just an opportunity to grow wherever they are uh, on their journey of faith. And you'll find many uh, politicians do have a background of faith whether it's as a child and sometimes they just need to be reminded of and to really re-engage in that again so we really have to remember that if we influence one leader that one leader can impact millions of people Mm -hmm. and those leaders uh actually govern over our you know uh whether it's cities um you know the states uh they affect each one of our lives in a personal way so It's so important for them to be, I want to say, close to God. Um, If they are a believer, you know, we want to help them, uh, encourage them to stand uh, in their faith and make the decisions that they do have to make, which are often difficult and very heavy, uh, Mm -hmm. through a lens of prayer. And so seeking God's guidance for that. So uh, I would say, just again, influencing one leader, it, it just has the capacity to affect millions of people.
0: That is so awesome. I love these stories, Bob. And I love being able to tell these stories. And this podcast and this vodcast is made possible by generous listeners like you, donors or partners to our ministry and help to tell these amazing stories about what God's doing with people in the marketplace. And we're charting on charts on podcasts all over the world. And some of the top physicians, Bob. Even we made it to number 180 of all podcasts on Apple this year, which I thought, how incredible is that? that people want to listen to what God's doing in the marketplace, just yeah. like we do. And it's because of our listening audience that you guys are helping to be contributors to this process of these stories being made known. So I'm going to encourage you to go to donate.bowlsministries.com today and either give a one-time donation or you can become a partner where we get to give back and resource you as well. And we love doing life. We love doing this podcast with you. So thanks for being on board. And those of you who can jump on board with us, jump on today. It'll make all the difference in how far we could take this podcast.
1: Oh, you know, one of the things I love, Sean, about uh, Bulls Ministries Partner Program, it's so powerful. There's the, You have prayer partners who pray for people. I, I just think yeah. it's amazing. But to the listeners, thank you so much for listening. And if you have recommendations about new guests, we've had some of our most powerful guests have been recommended by either past guests or listeners who thought, hey, this person would be amazing on exploring the marketplace. So go to BowlesMinistries.com and recommend a new guest for us to get to know so that we can bring them to you.
0: Well, thank you so much for listening. And thanks for being a part of this powerful podcast. We've been enriched by it. I know you have been too. Come join us again for the next episode. Bob, you and I are passionate about people in the marketplace being equipped to hear God's voice. And so we put together a book. Tell us about it.
1: It's called Wired to Hear. And 99% of us are out in the marketplace. We're not in the professional vocational ministry. And this book is for you if you wanna learn how to hear God in the marketplace.
0: And it's very practical, but it's also very in-depth and spiritual with actionable steps, great chapters about defining your process when you're trying to hear God's voice. And I just think with the expertise of my coaching and Bob's long-term career and advice giving. You're going to feel the both of us together, something synergized that's really beautiful. And it's just for you. Get wired here at bullsministries.com. And it's going to so help you as Bob and I navigate these conversations. They're going to bring the book home into your everyday practice. Get your book today.
1: Thanks for listening to the Exploring the Marketplace podcast, part of the Exploring Podcast series.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing or even rating and reviewing so that more people can connect to us. Also, we'd love to be part of your spiritual journey. And we have amazing resources at our website, www.boldsministries.com, B-O-L-Z ministries.com, including other free media, TV shows, books, and even an ongoing mentoring online platform. See you there.